but hey, sorry for being late to this call. Not so chill. What kind of cookies did you make? So I bought this like pumpkin oatmeal chocolate chip chunk type of cookie mix from Mm -hmm. uh, Trader Joe's. And it smells very pumpkin-y. I don't know why I bought it. I'm like not a super huge fan of pumpkin anyways. Oh. Um, but they, they smell very really pumpkin-y. Good. I mean, I'll probably drop some off tomorrow <laughs> or today. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I would bake something for you, but I'm not allowed to, to use my oven anymore. So, why? Um, because since like everyone's working from home, our energy is like yeah. gone up. Oh. <laughs> so we got to chill on that for a little bit. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I feel like it doesn't need to be an exchange. I usually just give you guys like baked goods because I, I know, have too but many. But do you know how long it's been since I like baked something and gave it away? It's been so <laughs> long. Yeah. Whenever there's just like excess sweets in my house, I'll usually just text you guys and be like, um, do you want this? Because <laughs> I don't want this in my house anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Like I bought or my mom bought a cake for my nephew like two weeks ago or something like that. And they were going to bring it to San Diego. But they ended up leaving it at the house and we had just finished my my birthday cake. And I was like, Crystal or Nikki, one of you guys, <laughs> y'all want this cake? Because I love how you still ask, knowing damn well that I'll take a cake. Like, I don't know. So, well, your sister will say no. <laughs> okay, but I live in this house too. You That's know why I that text take... both of you. <laughs> you know I'll take it. Yeah. But yeah, the only bad thing about like having because my birthday, my brother's birthday and my nephew's birthday, it's all within a 10 day span. Um, And so usually me and my brother, we used to share a cake and because we just have like uh, like combined celebrations. Mm -hmm. But now that we're adults and he doesn't live here anymore, I get my own cake. And so we had my cake and then my mom got them a cake. But they left it here. And then so she got him or my nephew another cake like the week after. Mm-hmm. And then I also got him a cake. So I've just been having cake for like three weeks. And needless to say. And then you guys also got me a cake. Yes. Because <sighs> it's your birthday. <laughs> we, I love cake, but like it's a lot. Yeah. I also really want Oreos. I went to Safeway. I did not get any. Yeah, my sister and I went to Safeway today and we like walked through the bakery aisle because I hadn't eaten yet. And I was like, bro, Mm -hmm. I'm so hungry. Yeah. And then who knew Safeway had such a variety, you know, like sometimes I'll I'll just stay in like the refrigerated cake section and get like Mm -hmm. my $5 slice of cake. (laughs) But I went to like the other corners and I'm just like, they have so much to offer. I didn't buy anything. Yeah. You know, it's wild though, because you know how, uh, you know how Safeway has like, or they have like that bagel section. It's like yeah. crazy to think now how like those you just be like out in the open, mm-hmm. and now they're all like prepackaged. Same and stuff thing with and like their, their donuts chicken. too. Yeah. Ugh, what times we're living in? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired of talking about this pandemic in the beginning of our podcast. But oh I mean, God. it's like what Y'all else is there? Already know. Like I'm yeah. like, what's new? <laughs> like what's besides that? besides Uh, fires and the pandemic what's up what's going on i got a new plant today she's really pretty i I was gonna go i was gonna go but i I was telling your sister i was like i don't know how to take care of plants so well i like how it dangles a lot of the same a lot of the plants she has were like Mm. succulents so you don't really need to pay attention to them maybe Maybe she'll be there there next next weekend yeah because i'm off well, if she's there on a Saturday, I have work. Maybe Sunday. If she's there tomorrow, does she do cash only? I'm assuming. Yeah, it's cash only. Okay. That's fine. I have cash. Oh, my gosh. I got I that said... birthday money. <laughs> okay. So, like, yeah, anyways, I bought this plant from this, like, yeah. sweet little Lola in mm-hmm. the neighborhood. And, like, um, so I, like... I paid her. I was like, oh, thank you, Po. And then mm. up until that point, she would just claim me like, oh, like, that's $12, my darling, or whatever. Yeah. And oh. then I said, Po, she would say, oh, and then she likes it. She called me a knack. And then, <laughs> and we're just like, I got in the car. I was like, yeah. Oh, can we go back? Like, I want to give her all my money. <laughs> uh, yeah. I only have the one plant, and that's the one you got me, which is She's looking somewhere. good. I watered her like twice. I feel like she's grown, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't 
plants like when you I think I told you like when you gave me that plant I was like very stressed because I don't know how to take care of this. It's like taking care of like another human, which I can. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you do that, so sometimes I'm very much over like, it, though. I feel like it has. It's like in our blood, you know, because like my parents just know how to inherently garden, and yeah. both my grandparents just like. I mean, our like ancestors have- do live in like. I don't know, an island. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's where they live. That's where, very that's true. where they're from. Yeah. No, but um like one time I visited my mom's side. Yeah. And like when I was like little, but then mm. my grandpa or like one of my uncles from there took me on a walk on our like our land. Yeah. It was this huge like farming land and like they saw yeah. this I forgot what the tree was called, and they took it down, like they took a leaf and like they did something to it and made it a necklace with just like the stem the part and they gave it to me and I'm like, cool, thanks. Like, wow. <laughs> the craftsmanship. I know. Ugh. See, the thing about being a city girl. <laughs> a city gal. <laughs> it sounds so weird to say, but it's just like, I don't know. I'll, like whenever I go to my grand- my Tatang's house and I see all of his like trees and yeah. plants and vegetables, whatever, I'm just like, wow. Mm-hmm. It's like breathe it all in. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to do anything. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, the, I built a shelf earlier this week, and mm-hmm. I'm very proud of it because it's like the one thing in this room that, like, I mean, I built my desk, but it was pretty easy. Like, mm-hmm. there's only like a couple parts to a desk. But for those of this like, since y'all motherfucking can't see, shelf, <laughs> so yeah. can't see the shelf is a very nice mid-century modern slash. <laughs> um, I don't know what I'm saying. It's, but it's a really nice. it's a ladder shelf. I got it off of Amazon. I know we don't like Amazon or Jeff Bezos right now, but you know, your girl did not feel like going to like a Home Goods or a Marshalls, so I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's a ladder shelf. I got it off of Amazon. Um, it's four tiers um and yeah if you guys want me to do a shelf tour i will be more than like welcome to <laughs> on their stun your um, story <laughs> on the two odding story catch um her daily <laughs> vlogs yeah gosh we should bring I it mean, back bring it back i have a i have a painting on my shelf it's a really nice one it's us it's the spongebob cute. sky yeah <laughs> when he takes you to views Oh my gosh. <laughs> um anywho. <laughs> the only person Welcome I want the- taking me to a view is yeah. young Dante Bosco. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. We did not intro this episode at all. <laughs> um all right. Um so my name's Marielle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Crystal and, and this, this is two audies. Here's the intro. cut it up onto that point and then start no, over right we're gonna, now we're we're just gonna leave it right here all right you know this intro is just coming at you 10 minutes in uh welcome anyways <laughs> uh so what are we looking forward to in the next week um it's a good question i'm looking forward to the weekend i <laughs> this agree next weekend what are you doing next weekend Nothing. It's just not school work. So, <laughs> oh, you know what movie? I thought today was the eleventh for the longest time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's ten, ten, twenty, like oh. Rack City. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I saw a TikTok of that earlier, and it made me laugh. <laughs> but you know, what movie came out yesterday. I don't know what movie came out yesterday. Yellow Rose. Oh, not sp- that was yesterday. Not Spawn. Okay. I thought it was the thirteenth for some reason. Girl, we and don't we know what days. We can't watch it. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So it's a real tragedy. Yellow Rose. We've been waiting on this for like two Ooh, years. Like literally two years. I can't hear you. Hold on. Oh. I accidentally opened my AirPods. <laughs> Hold on. Sorry. What were we talking about? Yellow Rose. Like we've been waiting oh, yeah. on this for maybe more than two years, actually. Maybe one. I think it like, I think one. 
This year just feels like five. Okay, you're you're right. The <laughs> yellow rose with um, Eva Nobuzada. Yeah, and Leia Broadway Salonga. princess. Yes, and like <laughs> an actual like Filipino story, not just a story featuring Filipino yeah. actresses. Mm-hmm. And we can't watch it. <laughs> I mean, we can. Okay, it's just without we're like, in a pandemic, being super anxious the whole entire time. Yeah. And it's only playing in theaters, and I'm already anxious about being in a theater. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah. on the pandemic, and it's just like... Mm. <laughs> I mean, if it was in a drive-in, if it was playing at a drive-in, yeah. I'd go. But it's not. It's only playing in theaters, which is fine. If, yeah. you're, if you're down for theaters right now, I highly recommend you go and let me know how it is. But me and Crystal over here, team anxious, so... <laughs> <laughs> we cannot <laughs> we're a little we're a bunch of nervous nancy's over here you know truly i was uh this might be like too personal information but i was on a call yesterday mm-hmm. uh, with like a psychologist because i got a new doctor and they're like oh let me set you up with a counselor because uh let's uh, get your shit figured out wow yeah. <laughs> nice good for them I, and good for you i know congratulations finally, thank you finally this like freaking insurance company medical plays does something right because one <laughs> when i talked to my doctor the other day they were on they were actually early like 15 minutes before my actual appointment and then they were like yeah let me uh, let's have someone call you about like that and then you can get your shit figured out but yeah i talked to like a psychologist person yesterday just like about like what i've been experiencing and it was very mm-hmm. helpful. And she made, she learned some uh, breathing exercises to help with some anxiety and panic attacks. Because she has those. Um, That's so good. But yeah, maybe like she won't be learning. a nervous Nancy anymore. Will I actually do it though? Probably not. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways. That's exciting. It sti- yeah. It's all right. It's whatever. <laughs> Um, but it is still October, which means it is still Filipino American history month. Mm-hmm. And did you just try to whisper history to me? No, <laughs> I was trying to match up like <laughs> lip syncing, you know? Uh, but yeah, it is still Filipino American history month. And, uh, I think the goal for this month was to kind of just go through like, uh, different like Filipino American topics and kind of like talk about the history of them kind of as like a like a base for the episode and then mm-hmm. like get into more detail um, but this week we're gonna kind of talk about uh, Filipino Americans in media and like mixed media um, and we kind of touched base on this in episode six. six, seven, six. Okay. Six. Yeah. I'm like reading the notes right now. No, in yeah, episode six. Episode six. Um, like with our conversation about representation, like the misrepresentation of the Filipino. Yeah. But I guess um, for, um, and, or sorry, in um, this episode. No, go ahead. <laughs> but for this yeah. episode, we're going to go into obviously like creators and artists um, who are Filipino. Mm. But not just like yeah. featured, like not just a story featuring like an actress who so happens to be Filipino. These are Filipino mm. stories that are intentionally telling yeah. the Filipino American story. Yeah. So yeah. Um, and while I was like doing, I I think it's just like something that's come up while I've just been doing a lot of like research uh, in the past like two weeks or so mm-hmm. a lot of the things i've been seeing or just like seeing and hearing um people say about filipinos are like that they're like the overlooked asian which i never really thought about up until like maybe we started like this month mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. because it is kind of thrown not thrown around but like people say it a lot i'm like damn i guess that's kind of true because i think in a representation episode we talked about how even though they're like half Filipino or like they're Filipino um, actors and actresses, mm-hmm. they're still like not uh, like they're not actually playing like a Filipino. It's like this like ambiguous like yeah. character, like their race is like up in the air. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I get that. Yeah. Like I like right, right now, Filipinos, like it's not an uncommon thing to mm-hmm. 
like see or hear a Filipino actress, singer, or, yeah. um, you know. But at the same time, it's like we're there, but like not quite like over the yeah. little like hump we gotta got through, gotta get yeah. through. But then there's also like Asia's huge. So I don't know if we could yeah. say, if I would say like overlooked Asian, mm-hmm. like in general, because there's so many yeah. other um, like Asian countries that like, you still mm-hmm. don't hear about at all. Yeah. But like, I, I get that where it's just kind of like you hear about us, but we're not really like in the spotlight spotlight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but there aren't a lot of like, I think like you were saying, there's not a lot of like Filipino American stories told in like mainstream Hollywood or like mainstream media. Um, and mm-hmm. I, the only, I was like trying to like look into this and I think the only movie that is like basically like telling the story of like a Filipino American, like life or kind of upbringing is the debut. Mm-hmm. Um, and that movie came out 2001 or One, two or three, very early 2000s, yeah, it was like 2001. um, very telling of like when you watch like oh this is very early 2000s um yeah. but you could tell I by like the for, eyebrows <laughs> yeah um but I watched it for the first time last night and mm-hmm. let me tell you there are many thoughts and feelings about this movie <laughs> I like I typed them all out and I yeah. texted Crystal last night I was like hey <laughs> uh can we just do like because I don't want to like take up too much time of the podcast mm-hmm. talking about it but can we just do like a separate like baby episode just talking about the debut because yeah, she definitely. has thoughts and feelings. <laughs> no, for sure. Like probably like two, like maybe 15 minutes into the movie, like my notes on my phone yeah. was already so long. <laughs> and I was just like, I don't know how to cover all of this. Yeah. So I'm definitely down for like a little baby episode. Yeah. Just surrounding that movie. Cause if it's like super important. Because mm-hmm. it is the first thing. It's like kind of like a breakthrough thing yeah. in my mind. But yeah. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, uh, oh, talking yeah. about the debut, <laughs> you know, yeah. it had like maybe the, I want to say it had all of the Bosco siblings in it and maybe like some of their cousins, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just want to like acknowledge the um bosco family for like literally carrying a lot of um philam breakthroughs and their yeah. own like modern history on their backs mm-hmm. because they are they've been in the industry for like maybe 30 plus years and they're mm-hmm. all doing their own thing they're all like um successful in their own right and just yeah. like opening those doors for not even just filipino americans but a lot of asian yeah. americans too which is yeah. super great. And even then it's like, there's not really with all that they're doing. Mm-hmm. It's like, there needs to be more to like hype yeah. it up, you know? Um, wow. I just lost my train of thought. Anyways, this is a Dante Basco, um, <laughs> fan account, fan account now. Um, that I was texting Crystal last night and I was like, I'm so conflicted with this man because, like, I look at him now. I'm like, oh, my God, like, Tito, Tito Dante or, like, Quia Dante. <laughs> he's he's at that age. He's, like, he's pretty old. He's, like, no, he's, like, 40, like, early 40s, maybe. That can be someone's uncle. Um, <laughs> and then, like, I watched the debut and I was like, ooh, young Dante Vasco, though. Mm-hmm. And then I hear him talk. I'm like, oh, it's Prince Zuko and, like, American Dragon Jake Long. <laughs> It's a very conflicting feeling. Okay, I was gonna wait till we got to the books, but just while we're on the subject okay. of Dante Bosco, yeah. Um, so I don't know. Probably some of you already know this, but Dante Bosco last year um, published mm. his own book called "From Rufio to Zuko," and he basically just talks about like the beginning, like his start in the industry, and mm-hmm. like the things he's seen, the things that him and his family have experienced up until now it's Mm -hmm. a really good book especially if you're like a creative person or like Mm -hmm. you want to create content and everything uh, or an artist it's really good it's super inspiring from like the Mm -hmm. get-go but basically he just said that like 
for him too, the debut was the first mm-hmm. like Phil Am thing that he saw in yeah. Hollywood and he got to be a part of it, which is super cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's cool. But the debut like really hit all. I mean, I don't know what I expected from the debut. Mm-hmm. I oh, I mean, I thought it was just going to be like a movie leading up to like his sister's debut and like not like everything around it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It was a good movie. <laughs> It was a movie. And I think it, that it... um, It touched on a lot of, like, Filipino-American-ness type of things. Yeah, and, like, like some stereotypes, ha- but mm-hmm. it wasn't presented in, like, a very cliche way. It was just a very, like, authentic, like... Yeah. Certain scenes happened. Like, there was this um scene, for those of you who haven't seen it, um, this white girl was like drunk and they were playing never have i ever and she was like and dante's character ben was the only um filipino or non-white character in that scene and she was like never have i ever ate dog and then everyone in the table got really quiet like dude that's not cool and she was like okay okay i'm sorry never have i ever ate cat and um like you could see in uh dante bosco's face like Mm -hmm. It was like as if he was experiencing racism for the first time. Yeah. He was like finally realizing that he's not white. Mm-hmm. Homeboy is just a hurt boy. And, you know, like I said, if you guys want us to do an episode. We're going <laughs> to do a regardless. Just talking so about can the look debut. out for that. Because <laughs> I have. Yeah. I wrote out notes, like especially with like that scene and then the bathroom yeah. scene with like Uncle and Dante Basco. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a lot of these stereotypes aren't foreign to um like the first gen Asian American mm-hmm. experience. But I just think the way that they presented it was just kind of like kind of reinforced the fact mm-hmm. that people use these as jokes and it's just like, bro, stop. Yeah. Like <laughs> um but another movie that's on Netflix right now that I watched last night mm-hmm. is uh, Lingua Franca. Franca. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about this transgender woman who is a caregiver. And, like she's an undocumented immigrant, and yeah. she's like trying to get her green card and like do like a green card marriage. Um, it was a very interesting movie. Um, I was definitely halfway th- i'm just really bad with watching movies so <laughs> like halfway through i just opened tiktok and like was not paying attention oh. and then the ending was confusing to me but like at the same time i like kind of get it um but it was uh i think it came out either this year or last year but like again it's like one of those things where like you don't really see uh like filipino stories being told in mainstream hollywood and you know, I would just love to see more of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've told many of my friends, maybe, okay, not many. I told two of my <laughs> friends <laughs> that I want to see like a movie about kind of like the debut, but also not the debut about mm-hmm. being a first generation Filipino American growing up in the Bay Area or like some very densely populated Filipino American city town type of area. Um, mm-hmm. and kind of just see like some coming of age story or like, I just want to see like, I just want to see it. You know what I mean? Make it. And then you can see it afterwards. Girl, you know, <laughs> I, I don't read. I don't write. You think I can write out my feelings like that? <laughs> well, I mean, not just you alone. You can find other people to do it. All right, with, Crystal, like... then let's do it. <laughs> let's take that. Let's take that energy we used to write some Harry Styles One Direction jukebox musical. Oh my goodness! Put that energy into actually, this. I started writing like a story, kind of based yeah. off our ideas of um, like film experience, but like mm. more of our parents' generation, I guess. Yeah. Um, haven't gotten back to it after a couple chapters because school chapters. <laughs> You can write that much. Wow. Good for you, girl. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Um, But it's just like, because, well, I, um, I think what kind of fueled me and like actually Mm. pushed me to do it and not just think about it in my head. Yeah. um, I read these two or I read this one book um, about 
the Japanese American uh, first gen uh, mm-hmm. kids. And yeah. it was like a historical fiction book, but it was about like during the World War with the internment camps, you know? And it's, mm-hmm. it got me feeling like so many times away. It was like I was crying, I was laughing, I got so <laughs> attached to the characters. And then I found yeah. another book about like Japanese internment, and it's like, it, that stuff's really interesting. Yeah. But I also want to like look at it through a lens of like mm-hmm. uh, Filipino Americans, you know? Mm-hmm. And not just like that one subject of like yeah. World War Two, but um, just like anything through a film lens yeah. would be great. And um, obviously interesting, but I probably feel like I'd be more into it or related to it, yeah. which helps with like the experience of it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know there's what? A- there's not any of these out there or there there are, but there's not a lot. Yeah, so I was like, I'll just write one. <laughs> I think you would really like One Tribe, which mm-hmm. is a book by um, Evelina <laughs> Golong. <laughs> I'll post it. I'll post it on her story or something. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, it's a really good book. It, I've read the first like 50 pages of it. Because mm-hmm. um, like I said, I don't read. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, you can find an audio book for it, maybe. Girl, I don't have the attention span. <laughs> like... Um, but it's basically about this teacher who moves to Norfolk, Virginia, which is a very like densely populated uh, Filipino has like a very densely populated Filipino community. Mm-hmm. Um, just because like I think there's a navy base in like Virginia, like Virginia yeah, yeah. Beach, Norfolk area. Um, I should know that my cousins live in Virginia, <laughs> and my brother's in Virginia right now. I was now gonna for say like, navy. isn't your brother like stationed there right now? <laughs> yeah. Um, but she's a teacher and like, she kind of gets herself involved with like the Filipino community there and like the, like teens in that area and like the, like, like gangs, I guess. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, but I feel like you would really like it. So. Sounds, um, I'll read it after I return to the two books that I have (laughs) not finished. I gave you the two shortest books. I, I gave know. you a poetry book and a short and story book. <laughs> okay, I've read I've read through a couple of the short stories yeah. that I really liked and I'm yet to open the poetry book, but I'll get I'll get to it. The poetry book is by a uh, a local author, poetry man. Oh, I have it right here. Hold yeah, on. he's from Fremont. Jason Oh, Jason Bayani. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Any that. book, any Filipino American, any like Philam book I have is because of that one literature class I took in college. <laughs> uh, and it was like required. It wasn't. Okay. So the way that class worked is that we had like a list of books that we were supposed to read, mm-hmm. but a group was assigned a book. And so, or like they were assigned a book or like a part of a book to like do a presentation on. And, and so then you just my read college the part that you needed like, to present. <laughs> 100 <laughs> percent and not even like <laughs> like in in the notes that i wrote here i think i wrote uh where is it your research paper like my my well my research no not my research paper but like on my shelf it has like all my filipino american books just so i can seem cultured oh. but i think in like i send it to either like my story or something i was like yeah so these are the books on my shelf i've only read one and a half of them oh yeah one and a yeah. half because one I actually read like last year and two, the half is like the half I read for a class in college that I just had to do the presentation on. Mm-hmm. And so I just read like literally the last half of that book. Don't know what the first half is about at all. <laughs> I think the book that you did read all the way through the last year, you were able yeah. to read because it was very close to home. Like, like that, literally you. That shook me to my core. Tell us about it. Share. Sure. Let me, let me take you on this journey. <laughs> so it was either me and Crystal or me and Nikki, um, her sister. Uh, we were at a bookstore in like Campbell or something. And uh, like, I knew, I knew the title of the book because it's kind of like a play on of uh, America is a heart by Carlos Bulosan. Yeah. I have that book. Yeah. Also started it a couple months ago. I thought you were gonna say a couple days ago. <laughs> no, I'll I'll get I'll get to it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but basically the book is called America is not the heart. 
And like on the back cover, it says uh, like based in or set in like San Francisco Bay Area. And usually like when you think of San Francisco, like Bay Area, you think they're actually going to like set it in the Bay Area, like in San Francisco or like maybe like even Oakland or Daly City or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, like a, just like a bigger city. Yeah. Open the book. I started reading like the prologue. Mm-hmm. Is that the beginning part of it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so reading the prologue and this motherfucking book was straight up set in the city town that me and crystal live in and it's like and some small like small ass city too yeah like people didn't start knowing what it was until maybe like a couple years ago yeah until they started building like all these freaking apartments and shit and like bar mm-hmm. um but yeah i was reading it and it was like it would talk about like uh, just like s- street names and like all these areas in the town that we that we live in, mm-hmm. um, and like the I think it was like the late eighties, early nineties, mm-hmm. and yeah, it was just a it was a very interesting read. It also the two books or the one and a half books that I did read, um, a lot of them, and like even maybe one tribe too. I didn't really read that one, but a lot of them will kind of have a like a section in the chapter where they're kind of talking about like present time in the book and then it'll kind of do like a flashback to like in uh, America is not the heart. It like does a lot of flashbacks to the Marcos regime era, I think Um, because the girl in the book was like a captive for Mm -hmm. something. I don't know. Um, And then with Leche, I think his like grandpa died and then he's like going back to the Philippines and, he'll like pick up like an artifact or something like that. And that'll kind of take him back to that time. Oh, that's cool. Like history. Yeah. And I think same thing with one tribe, but well, it's can I get like, one of those? Yeah. Can I, are you going to read it? <laughs> no, I mean like get one of those like things where like, if I touch an artifact, it'll take me back. Cause maybe then I'll, yeah. maybe then I'll be okay with it. Not knowing as many other things about where we come <laughs> from, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, but like, how did it? I think that's that like a theme. Yeah, maybe not a What's theme. It's like a Sorry. motif. Anyways, um, sure. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> I did not take a creative writing class. <laughs> Me neither. I didn't have space in my agenda. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. Um, yeah, but like having it literally set to where we live. Like, how did that make you feel? Because like, I'd be like super. I'd have to put the book down. Yeah, and think a little I mean, bit, and then like go back was, to it. I think for me. Mm-hmm. It was a more interesting read because I could visualize like where it was. Yeah. Yeah. That's and crazy it though. Like just like, imagine. Yeah. Cause I mean, our, Ooh, I got chills. like I the, the town, I'm, cause the city we live in now, it's like obviously very different than what it was like in the late eighties, early nineties. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, even now, like if you were to think when did I graduate high school, like 2012, like yeah. even then, like, our city looks completely different because they started like building all these apartments and like BART. Mm-hmm. Um, if that doesn't tell you where at all we live. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Context like, clues. It's pretty I obvious now. now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, a. Uh, it was interesting. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's also a, uh, talks about some like lgbtq plus 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 um ish in there yeah she's with the times in that one when Uh, was this book written what a great question let me google that for you you want to (laughs) vamp a little bit um sure so (laughs) mind empty (laughs) um but yeah Uh (laughs) uh-huh Wear okay. a mask. I'm gonna do what Mar- Marielle does. Uh, wear a mask. <laughs> social distance. Um, uh, check this in book on was yourself. published right, cool. in you. 2018. It was published in 2018. Oh, it's wow. like two years ago. That's, that's original. It's original uh, release. Yeah, and I think it's like semi autobiographical. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like low key what the author experienced. Um, but yeah, 
That's cool. It's a great book. Highly recommend. And that's the only book I can recommend because it's the only book I read. (laughs) (laughs) Um, um, I, that's weird though. Like 2018, like that's Mm. so recent, you know, and it's kind of like the first book that we've, that you've come across. That's just like represent all the way. It's also like one of those things where it's like, I wasn't actively looking for anything Filipino American related until like it's 2020, maybe like three years ago. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, because the book that I read, um, called "Patron Saints of Nothing" by mm-hmm. Randy Ribai, that was yeah. published in 2019, mm-hmm. like, come yeah, like just one year ago. Yeah. And then I remember seeing it on Twitter, and it was like all over my timeline because it's like you guys like we're getting a Phil M Y A novel, like yeah. that's so big. And so, obviously, I ordered one for me, and I ordered one for my aunt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I was like, we can read it. Are like we can read it and discuss it. Like I was so excited, and then yeah. I was reading some parts, and it's like mm-hmm. about this teenage boy. So there's like certain topics, like that he talks about with his friends, where I'm just like, okay, uh, maybe we can just like <laughs> not acknowledge that part during our discussion. Yeah, but it's about this um, boy or this teenage mm-hmm. boy. Um, he he was really close with one of his cousins that lived in the Philippines, mm-hmm. and he like went missing or died, and it was like super yeah. like not like very taboo no one talked about it um so he was like i want to go to the philippines and Mm -hmm. like stay with my uncle and try to find out what's going on yeah and it's really good it's really touching especially if like you kind of have a disconnect with any family you have back on back Mm on um home like in the philippines because it's just kind of like the status that his family had over there and the mm-hmm. um, like expectations, the roles, they're so different and yeah. they didn't like make any exceptions for him. Like the uncle was like, you're here disrespecting my, like my uh, rules in my house mm-hmm. and you won't let my, um, like this thing about my son go, like we're over it. Um, yeah. And in the end it's like, there's like so much chaos gets like super tumultuous and like emotions mm-hmm. run high and the uncle like actually like breaks down crying like yeah like yeah. my son died because of like the drug uh war going mm-hmm. on in the philippines like super recently and still going yeah. on too and it's like that gave me not even a sense of just like emotional satisfaction like trying to like being relatable in mm-hmm. some aspects but it's also just the whole thing of like actually learning what's going on in the Philippines because I hear about stuff going on that Mm. I'm not sure I'm allowed to talk about. I don't know. I'm scared. Anyways, (laughs) there's that whole rule. I don't know. Oh, okay. Lines. I got you. We're still trying to go to the Philippines one day. So (laughs) (laughs) yeah. And then it's just kind of like, cause I don't know. It's hard to find non biased information on that stuff so just reading Mm. about it in like a ya novel and learning something from it it was like dang that's that's cool like that's what we need it's just very uh like you don't realize how like how much you like needed that like representation or you like you don't realize how much you needed like hear these stories until you actually like experience it or like until you actually like read them or like watch them on in movies and stuff like that yeah it's Um, like the idea like you don't know what you're missing if you've never like had it before you know yeah there is this quote by aquafina that i heard in like some like go vote video or some shit (laughs) um it was you don't realize the power of representation until you feel it and for some reason that just shook me to the core i'm like that's so fucking true yeah because like in the in the book that i was reading uh or the book that i read like last year i was like is this what i like literally had that feeling of like is this what representation feels like because Mm -hmm. like this is like what a feeling by Mm -hmm. one direction (laughs) um (laughs) but it's not like what white people feel like all the time like do they know know that is it like special is it still special for like the dominant culture to experience those things because it's like a normal thing like yeah. if you think about it, like if we ha- if we had this yeah. like representation and our mm-hmm. stories told from the beginning, yeah. like obviously we'd probably it'd probably be better for like our well being and like yeah um, cognitive emotional whatever state sure. But like would we still be like 
dang, like that's so good. Or like, oh, yeah. like this is like a really special movie because of this. Yeah. So like, mm, it's like a mostly better, <laughs> but kind of sweet yeah. in the sense that like we get to hold these prized things and yeah. we want more. Yeah. That's so but weird. But do white people feel that way? This is a genuine question. Like, do white people feel like, like, do they understand like representation? <laughs> Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I'm like, my brain hurts. <laughs> like, do they very... like, do they walk into like a movie theater? Like, do they watch a TV show and be like, damn, that's a really solid representation of my life. Yeah. Or like if the you... minute or like if I'm watching a show yeah, um, and then I see like an actress and I'm just like, yeah. oh, she looks kind of Filipino. And I'll like look up yeah. on IMDb and like Wikipedia or whatever. And I'm like, oh, she mm-hmm. is Filipino. Like, that's well, like, yeah. that's so cool. Damn. I'm like really trying to wrap my head around this <laughs> because is it like, is that how they feel when like something's like relatable? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because, like, you know how, like, it was, like, a big thing, like, on Vine or, like, I guess now on TikTok when, like, people will, like, share, like, a certain experience that they had, but it's, like, some relatable shit. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm so confused. <laughs> yeah, but, because I, now that you think about it, like, like we said, like, we watch coming-of-age movies, right? And to an extent, those are probably yeah. the most relatable things that we've ever seen. Um, yeah. Because it's, like, similar to our age and, like... Mm. People in your age group will probably go through the same similar experiences. Yeah. But it's like, like, give me a coming of age movie. I can't uh. <laughs> <laughs> immediately just. All right, let's take The Edge of 17. Okay. Um, I think that was the one I was going to say. Yeah, the main character, Haley, uh, played by Haley Steinfeld, who is half Filipino, yeah. actually. Um, but mostly like in a white town, from what I remember. Yeah. And it's like, to an extent, you can relate to like these like feelings of not, or like not necessarily like fitting in or just wanting Mm. to find your place like yeah that's all well and good but try imagining it through like the lens of someone who grew up filipino american and how Mm -hmm. there's so many other things that come onto our shoulders from that you know like familial expectations um like certain values instilled in us Mm -hmm. like that'll just take it like 10 times higher yeah but then it's like i was thinking about this last night because i was watching the debut as i said like 25 20 times in this freaking episode mm-hmm. but the debut is only four dollars to rent on youtube to rent <laughs> to please watch it it's so um, like there's so many moments yeah but it's like if you showed not saying that like we shouldn't like i want to see more filipino american stories told like mm-hmm. i 100 percent want that but like you can't help but think because it's not like a norm in hollywood mm-hmm. that like is it actually going to sell? Are people actually going to watch this? Is like a white man going to watch this and think like, oh, that was a good movie? Or is it like, oh, is that just like how? Yeah. Like, I don't know. But in my mind, though, like the first the first bullet point on the list shouldn't be with like the mass audience. Like, would this attract mass audiences? Yeah. My, my yeah. first thing would be this is for like the people. Like, this is for us. This is for people like us. Yeah. This isn't for anyone to like come in and Mm -hmm. make money like you know it would be nice if anyone wants to help produce and write and create a movie hit me up like (laughs) i don't ever like like it was never in like my brain that i ever wanted to like write a movie or like Mm -hmm. make a movie but if y'all want to just you know toss around some ideas hit me up oh honey i have a list of ideas please Crystal. (laughs) (laughs) let's come like let's build a team let's do this we can um, hit me up at like 1 a.m (laughs) <laughs> it's where our, it's where our ideas are like the freshest yeah so if you wanna if you're interested hit up the two audiences account preferably around 1 32 that's when like our, you know when, when me and crystal did one day is out running what, there was like one day i came home from work and this was when crystal was in like her little phase of like i just want the Filipino phase back and like the era back Listen, Me she was Crystal. that was a couple months ago, but that was she's that felt like a I lifetime ago. <laughs> she said Manong Manong era only. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I don't know if you remember this, but I came home from work and you were just like sending me like voice i think we were just going back and forth oh, with like I remember voice messages <laughs> so vividly. <laughs> we basically wrote out not wrote out because we were doing it like we storyboarded like, basically. Yeah um we wrote out an idea of like doing a coming of age uh, <laughs> filipino story 
during the Filipino era. Well, it's very some, specific. To some that of their, era. yeah, some of our ideas were very good, and some of them, and were some just of them for, like, were just like very cringe. because the Filipino <laughs> era is just like. <laughs> like people yeah. know how to joke about it you should be able to joke about it if you're if you're listening to this episode and like you get or like if you're listening to this podcast and you get offended by like some of the things we say about that era then listen sis i'm sorry listen, i appreciate it i can admire <laughs> it from afar yeah. uh one of my friends texted me um he was like we were talking about something and then he was just like, yeah, like, F yeah, Filipino cuties. I was like, no, not F yeah, Filipino, Filipino cuties at Tumblr.com. And he wants to, he was like, ooh, let's bring it back. I'm like, I don't know, but say less. <laughs> it's like, I won't help with it, but I'll look at it. <laughs> yeah. But only, yeah. Anyways. That's, that's um, a good time. Anyways, oh, one other book that I literally read this morning, like, before we recorded. Yeah. Uh monstrous stories by Leslie Tenorio mm. he uh yeah. it's like it's the short story book you lent me and even just like the first like the two stories I read it's already like the most representation I felt reading a book <laughs> um give us a quick summary know. so the ones I read were uh the titular uh story monstrous which is about mm. um like in the Philippines, a director and an actress are struggling. And then an American comes and says, come to America and we'll make like a great hit movie. Mm. And it's like not everything they expected. Kind of cheesy. Yeah. And then the other one I read is called um, Lamore, California. It's about a family moving from or like a dad saying, like, this is our plan. Like our plan yeah. all along was to move from. Philippines to United States and they moved to mm. another small city in Central Valley, California. Mm-hmm. And it's like the, only the dad is like there for it. And the mom yeah. just kind of like feels out of place is crying mm-hmm. all the time. And the oldest sisters like full on, like wants to be an American, like yeah. makeup, f- like first day of school, mm. like starts mm-hmm. smoking, finds like a dude to like, um fall in love with and everything yeah and like the little brother the narrator he's um just kind of like i'm here seeing all this stuff but like no one talks to me about it like no one acknowledges me yeah and then the sister ends up like disappointing her family which does she get pregnant yes she does get pregnant it's okay (laughs) and it's just well this was set in like maybe the probably before the 50s um yeah so I don't know. It's just very, like, I could totally see that. Like, I could totally picture, like, some of my family members, mm-hmm. like, saying the stuff that people, like, they say and, or yeah, how they would feel going off, like, going off, like, my family stories that I've heard mm-hmm. and, like, ask for. Um, I could totally see where they're coming from. Yeah. Just, like, crazy. Um, but you want to wrap it up? Mm, yeah, sure. Or... Okay. You want to go ahead and okay. say your... What? I don't know. How to... <laughs> Anyways, thank you guys for listening. We did have, like, another, like, section that we wanted to, like, talk about, which is, like, music. And mm-hmm. there are a couple, like, people in music who are, like, Filipino and stuff. I mean, we all love Saweetie up in the Bay. All uh, of, like, the... Not all, but a lot of the, um, like, Filipino artists... They are yeah. from the Bay Area, which makes a lot of sense. But <laughs> it's like it's not until like you look at it and it's like, oh, like, oh, yeah. shoot, she's from right there, huh? Yeah. I mean, she was I think I was looking at her Wikipedia and it said she was she's from Santa Clara. But then she mm-hmm. like moved to Tracy, I think. But she got her degree. She got her degree first and then started pursuing her music career. Um, the willpower. We love that for her. She got her degree in bu- in business and communications. There's also her. And I was going to say, but also, like, there's her and, like, also her. her. <laughs> yeah. She's from um, Vallejo. She is from Vallejo. Um, a good simp time. Her, mm-hmm. There's a song called, or she has a song called, uh, what it, hold on. <laughs> it's, uh, I don't know what it's called. I'm, like, so bad with, like, um, like song names. Mm-hmm. But, she, I mean, 
I think she was like a child, like prodigy, I think. I don't know. I see it. She was, yeah, she was like under Alicia Keys for a bit. Mm -hmm. I don't know. She was on Disney Channel's Next Big Thing. Yeah. Y'all can look it up. (laughs) And I'm not talking about Best Part because Best Part is a great song. What is this called? Every Kind of Way by her. That song, Crystal, have you listened to this song? Probably not. Well, you should. It's a really good. Is it like a sad uh, song? It's not a sad song. It just like gets you like that. Her entire like first album or EP, whatever that album gets you like simping over a man that's like not in your life. Like it makes you want a boyfriend. (laughs) No, (laughs) (laughs) definitely not listening to it. (laughs) Kidding. I'll listen to it. It's cloudy today. Maybe I'll listen to it. It is. Yeah. But that every kind of way, I think it might have been like the first single off that album. I don't know. But yeah. We love to see it. Mm. And her has won Grammys, I think. There's also, Um, not music-wise, but, like, another stepping stone, like, that I've seen a lot of hype around is, like, Joe Coy's um, specials on Netflix. Yeah. He brings some of the... He brings his, like, Filipino upbringing into it, which is interesting. You know who came before Joe Coy? Rex Navarrete. Yes! Oh, my (laughs) gosh, yes. I remember hearing his name, like, all the time when I was little. Yeah, and he did, like, a... He did a thing that was called, like, Superman and, like... Or, like, Super Friends or something like that. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was basically just, like, him dubbing over, like, scenes of, like, superhero people. Um, But all I remember is just, like, hearing the name, like, Marites (laughs) a lot. Um, But, Oh, my gosh. Just unlocked, like, a memory. For sure. No one ever talks about him. Everyone always talks about Jokoi. I mean, Jokoi's great. Because he's, like, the Uh, one that's, like, I don't know. I feel like Jokoi is relevant to, like, this era. But, like, Mm -hmm. Rex was more, like... I was little, little, you know? Yeah. Um, thank you guys for listening to this episode. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, and I feel like this episode was kind of all over the place, but that's okay. Yes. But we, you should be not? used to it by now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> get used to it. Uh, but anything else to add? Miss Crystal. Let's get our... Oh, wait. Oh, I do. I, I, uh... Oh, are you gonna pull up your... Oh, I thought you were gonna pull up your ballot. (laughs) Oh, no, no. That's outside. Um, I marked a little section from Dante Bosco's book. I like... Oh. Um, it says... He's, like, talking about, like, how the debut was, um... Like, kind of the first, like, Philam movie. Yeah. And then he says, I'm proud to be a part of that, but by the same token, there should be more. It guides my work today as a filmmaker, helping to inspire Asian Americans to make those because it's not enough. That was 18, 20 years ago. We should fill the sky with our own stars. Damn. I know. That's what I was like. Oof. Yes. Like, that's like, that got me pumped. I was like, this is probably halfway through the book or maybe a little more than Mm. halfway. And it's like, all right, got a time or time to put the book down and start doing our, like, (laughs) putting our stories out there. Yeah. It's super important. Mm -hmm. I highly encourage, like, even, like, no matter what platform or platform, no matter what channel, like, let your story be told, you know? Like, if you're willing, like, if you feel like moved to like tell it just do it you know mm-hmm. i say cool. this and i need to work on doing that too we could do it all together <laughs> we can work yeah, on this let's together. All just start like we just start like a facebook group neither of us use facebook anymore <laughs> we, we just start like a facebook group of just like oh phil i'm storytelling and creators mm-hmm. um, i'm sure there's something like that out there you know what? you're probably right let's, we're just not in them <laughs> let's just <laughs> but i mean just do it yep just do it like shia labeouf says oh uh anyways thank you guys for listening make sure to follow us on two oddings on instagram uh because we are trying our best to be more active and it's nice to be validated (laughs) 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 Uh, what else uh make sure you tell your friends to listen to this podcast like share subscribe follow rate whatever you do on podcast (laughs) platforms um and go vote Please, if you're able to, even if you're not, just kidding. It's not like just that's, that's not how it not, works. Like, I know, like, I know, I know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right. Bye, y'all. Bye.